When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing, and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Red hot comic book movie news. Shooting up your butthole. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet. Oh, uh, yet another. Uh, when are they going to stop? That's the internet talking. Oh, I thought you weren't on board for this for a second. I thought you were well, like, I'm part, of, yeah, I'm part of the internet. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So that's both of us. Good. Yeah, it is. It is. Wow. We're the official podcast of Comic Book Movie. You know, I have, to, you know I have to put that in. Yep. Because otherwise, what's the point? Mm-hmm. It validates the existence of this podcast. And in a way, both of us. We what else other, do we contribute? I was going to say we have other hobbies, but we don't really. No. You you build that little train set. I do, yeah. <laughs> Put on me little engineer's hats <laughs> and me overalls. And I invite people around and That's I just <laughs> make people... I just make eye contact and make people watch it. And yet you've yet to invite me, mm. you son of a bitch. One day. Yeah, one day. Uh, my name is James. You might know me as Mr. Sunday. Joining me is Mr. Mace, Nick Mason Mace. How are you? Good I'm all right. Here. You know, how was your Australian day? It was pretty good. Um, 25th of uh, January is Australia Day for all those who don't know, which is most 26th. People. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Fucking hell. Wow. <laughs> so most of you, you're including yourself. This has been a disaster from beginning to end, and this is the end. We're cutting here. Is that really right? Yes. Oh, I should know that. No. Yeah. You're a poor Australian. Well, I did spend the entire day hungover. Yeah, well, okay, so... that makes more sense. I spent most of the day in pain because the previous day, I, I, the previous night I spent in a warehouse filled with trampolines. <laughs> oh, you went to Bounce? I went to Bounce. Yeah, yeah, I've never been to that. But I was, they, I didn't, I'm sure that the general wisdom is don't eat a huge meal and then another huge meal and then all your friends warn you. 
not to have any more food and then you have more food. That's on the sign on the way in. Yeah, and then I did that. And so it was just me just slowly rocking in a corner for most of it. But I had fun. With like seasick or like just like general? Just general kind of, if I move any more than this, there's going to be trouble. (laughs) So I can't really. You're going to shit your pants. Yeah, yeah. No double bouncing here. No double bouncing there. Wow. Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. Let's get straight into the news then. Let's please do. I know... I said no more Charles LaBeouf news. Oh my god! <laughs> this is a good one, though. It better be a good one. Okay. I mean, to be fair, they've all been pretty good. <laughs> That's it's, true. it's not like you, you give a, a disappointing piece of Charles LaBeouf news. They are. It is a snowball effect, really. Consistently great. Yep. Okay, so basically, he's uh, trying to put something uh, together. Is it a train set? It's a train set. Yes. Uh huh. He said that he wanted to be better than yours. Wow. And he's already invited me. <sighs> Just. Thought I'd... And this guy's rich. I know, right? Probably little gold trains. <laughs> that he's stolen yeah. from someone. Anyway, he basically came out and said that all the plagiarism and, every, and everything involved in that, and he, how he's reacted in his apologies, and presumably the headbutt, right. <laughs> is all performance art. No, it's not. <laughs> he's, gone the, he's gone the Joaquin Phoenix route. He has, of, yes. Oh, let's, let's, pre- let's make pretend here. Uh, it, you know what? The, I think people would be more inclined to believe it if he had to let anybody in on it beforehand. Yes, what he should have done is he should have written down that he was doing a piece of performance art where he'd be a real dick to people <laughs> and use up production resources to make a short film, like waste everybody's time in doing that. Yep, yep. And then really upset real people. He should write that down that he was going to do all that and then put it in an envelope and then mail it to himself. So the postmark would be on it with the date. That's a really and good And then idea. what he could have done is he could have gone, okay, folks, rip this open on television. Look, I was having a little joke with you, having a little bit of fun. I got you. But he didn't, did he? He didn't get us, no. no. Well, it goes beyond this, though, because he's actually doing something called um, an apology tour, or he's trying to put something together, like a performance art show. And he's actually sent this proposal to four different art gallery spaces for something that he can do. Like a, it's a week-long ex- exhibition, and it's amazing. I'm sure you want to hear it. Do you want to hear it? Yes, he's going <laughs> to okay. tour around. Well, I think it's in the one place. Oh. Okay, I'm just going to read this, okay? I'm ready. Because there's a lot going on here. Okay. For seven days, Shy will sit at a table in a small box, boxy room at the rear of a Los Angeles gallery. It is not clear whether this is actually Shire or an imposter. A paper bag will cover his head, emblazoned with the words, I am not famous anymore. So it won't be him. <laughs> yeah, well, it's that's the guy it. he's hired. It gets better. The public will be invited to the, to the gallery. The text on the gallery exterior is hashtag I am sorry and Shia LaBeouf underneath. At the gallery entrance, there'll be two bouncers on either side of the door. Uh, there may or may not be a queue to enter. So he's, at least he's left room for that. Absolutely, There's yeah. some wiggle room there for Potentially, the, this won't be the most amazing thing of all time. You may not have to line up for it. Upon entering, visitors will find themselves in a light, spacious holding area. In this room will be a long table offering up an assortment of implements, such as a pair of pliers, a bottle of whiskey. This is all true, by the way. I didn't make any of this Uh up, just so we're clear. A Transformers toy and an Indiana Jones whip. Flowers, a book of love poems, Belgium chocolates, a ukulele, the anthology, and the anthology of Daniel Clow's work. So the idea is... You pick an implement and you beat him with it? <laughs> There's also a glass jar full of small folded pieces of paper with Twitter comments printed on them. Uh, these are mostly, though, not all vitriolic in nature. Ooh. In the holding area, visitors will be silent, instructed by a performer whose name's Nastja, N-A-S-T-J-A. Sure. I'm sure I said that wrong. Doesn't matter. It's probably like a Natalia or something at some 
bizarre foreign spelling, Ugh. which I don't care for on Australian nice. Day. No. <laughs> Whatever that day is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They'll each be given the opportunity to choose one item to take into the next room with them. It will be made clear which they may do whatever as they please with this item. Each vi- visitor will have time to consider his or choice carefully. When it is their turn, each visitor will walk alone through a curtain into the second room. There is the room Shire is seated. There is an empty chair on the other side of him. Visitors may do and say as they wish with their chosen implement. Now, Shire will remain silent throughout with a mask over his head. He will be subject to humiliation or forgiveness at the visitor's discretion. Now, do or say as they wish with their chosen implement. Does that mean I could grab a ukulele mm-hmm. and just crack his head? I hope so, but no. <laughs> that won't be it. Unless, okay, if it's him, the answer is no. If it's some extra that he's hired out of central casting or whatever for like 10 bucks an hour, then yes. But the thing is as well, for me personally, I'm not going to go into a room and crack a guy on the face who might be Shia LaBeouf. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to make sure that it's him. If He needs to be in his Mutt Williams costume and I need him from Indiana Jones 4 <laughs> and I need to see his face. But isn't that amazing? Yes. I hope... <laughs> Look, I know we've put a moratorium on Shia LaBeouf news. Every week. Every week so far. But I hope next week it turns out that he has stolen this entire idea from somebody else. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) So there you go. Tune in next week, Mason. Well, don't tune in. Just be here and I'll tell you another thing that he's done. Do I have to be here? Can you just text me? I can text it to you. Okay, please. Thank you. All right. Now, there was a Fantastic Four synopsis, which was floating around for the Fantastic Four reboot, Uh which people got very upset about. Did you read it? No. Did you read Richard's it? Oh, yeah, there we go. Good. Had that ready. <laughs> okay, so basically the idea was uh, Reed Richards and Ben uh, Grimm, that after s- specific events, and it doesn't say uh, what, they find themselves empowered with bizarre new abilities. Ben becomes the rock monster, etc. But Reed becomes a scientific genius who can stretch, twist, and reshape his body. So he becomes a scientific genius. Mm, don't like that. Thing. Yeah. Also, then... They end up being owned by the government and used as weapons. But then after they mature, two other people with powers come into the picture. Sue Storm, who's called the Invisible Girl. Not the Invisible Woman. Mm, and sexist. Johnny Storm. Yeah, the Human Torch. The Human uh, Torch Boy. Yeah, the Human Torch Boy. Oh. Yeah. That's been debunked. Because okay. people on the internet were flipping out. I just wanted to make that clear. Because people were very angry about that um, particular... It sounds like the, the beginning of the of an X-Men movie or something. Yeah, I don't... I... Yeah. Because they're supposed to be all together and a family before it happens. Exactly. And they're not supposed to be children. So there you go. But Josh Drank, the director himself, came out and said that. Well. Yeah. Good. Good. Now, Avengers... Any, any casting news on that? Oh, that Miles Teller, his name is or something. He's in a bunch of stuff. They say, his name has been floating around for... Um, Reed Richards for ages. Huh. One of the girls from Girls was rumoured to be Sue Storm. Okay. Um, I can't, her name's Maney in the show. I don't know what a real name right, her right, name right, is. Okay. And it's been said a that... Of, a lot of casting out of girls. Yeah. It's interesting. That's true. Mm. And what's his name? Michael Chiklis again. Ma- Michael Chiklis is back, uh, but this time it's Johnny Storm. Huh. <laughs> no, Michael B. Jordan, you know, from Fruitvale Station. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the upcoming Creed movie, the Apollo Creed, the Rocky uh, spin-off Creed, where he's Apollo Creed's son. No, Grandson and Rocky trains him to fight. There you go. Doesn't that sound amazing? That's I would watch that. I'm so yeah. into that. Soundtrack so, yeah. by Creed. Soundtrack by Creed. Yes. Now there's been some Avengers two location news. Oh, okay. this this is going to continue this... forever, isn't it? The event Avengers news is going to continue forever. Superman versus Batman. You should is see the list forever. of Superman versus Batman news that I've got for this week. Okay, it's terrifying. Great and not interesting. Stay tuned. I'm ready. <laughs> because basically, there's been some uh, Avengers two locations confirmed. Uh, in northern Italy, there's a place called Fort Bard, 
which is like a kind of stronghold kind of thing. If you can imagine, it kind of looks like the castle in Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. You know, that he goes in and he, yep. and he machine guns some Nazis in front of his dad. <laughs> yeah. That's such a great scene. But um, it's rumoured that that could be the home of Baron von Strucker or his stronghold. the other day. Because somebody, uh, I was discussing Indiana Jones, the, the three Indiana Jones movies that exist, yes. with with some friends of mine, and I'm sure this has been floated on the internet before. But India, uh, Temple of Doom is not the best one. No, but it is the only one where the presence or absence of Indiana Jones makes any difference at all. Think about it. Okay, so in the other ones, Temple of Doom. Yep. Not Temple of Doom. Raiders of the Lost Ark. If Indiana Jones isn't there, what happens? Either A, they never find the Ark of the Covenant, or B, they eventually find the Ark of the Covenant after digging just forever for years and years. And then after they, the war yeah, ends. And then they open the, the Ark of the Covenant, they all die. Yeah, you're right. And then maybe even if they've sent a message to some more Nazis, some more Nazis show up and open the Ark of the Covenant and they all die. And this continues forever until they run out of Nazis. And, so the, monkey, anything, and probably, the monkey wouldn't have died. Exactly. <laughs> I think, if anything, it would have been better if Indiana Jones wasn't there and then just an endless parade of Nazis just came into the, the room containing the Ark of the Covenant and all were turned to dust. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm. Temple of Doom, yeah, he does save all those kids. Yep. I love Temple of Doom. I know people are like, it's dark, it sucks, or whatever. I love Temple of Doom. It's amazing. Is it because of the brain eating? It's, no, not even. It's just a great... You know what? It's got an awesome fight scenes, mm. action scenes. That, um, and you know what? Most of them aren't even him. They're his stuntman. His name's Vic Armstrong or something like that. I might be wrong. But he's like this super handsome guy. Uh-huh. Maybe even more handsome than Harrison Ford. What? Who's to say? Yeah. And Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford once wrote a thing to him, said, if you ever learned, you know, learned to speak, I'd be in serious trouble or whatever. Uh-huh. And Harrison Ford suffered this horrific back injury right. during that. And so most of the fight scenes are this other guy. So when you see him swinging and doing pretty much everything where you don't see his face or you can barely see his face, it's not him. Huh. So, yeah. Mm. That being said, you're right, and Temple of Doom is a great movie, which is the point, wasn't it? No, no, it's it's not. What if he wasn't there for Crystal Skull? What would have happened? Let me think. Aliens? Yeah, aliens Well, they still would have got all the knowledge, but then it was too much knowledge. And then the the city would have been destroyed. It would have been the same thing. There you go. Yeah. Nice work, Indiana Jones. (laughs) And he wouldn't have got married. Yep. Do you reckon they're happy they married him off? No. There's a rumour that Harrison Ford's deal in relation to Star Wars Episode Seven. Mm-hmm. which Carrie Fisher came out and again confirmed that they're all involved, even though Disney haven't announced anything. Because Carrie Fisher doesn't care. She's a loose cannon. <laughs> yeah. Um, that part of the deal is that they, he wants to make another Indiana Jones movie. All right. You're cool with it? I guess so. <laughs> Should they reboot it? Could they reboot it? You get like, you know who would have been good a few years ago? Um, what's his name? He's in Inner Space. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. Okay. Dennis Quaid 10, 15 years ago. If, they, if the sequel had... Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones in, like, the Sean Connery yep. dad role. Which I think the last one was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be, but properly. <laughs> yeah, properly. And then somebody other than Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Mm. I or always... Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Once he gets this little this little inconvenience out of the way, we bring we bring Shia back in. I've t- I think I've said this before, and I've taken heat for it. I reckon Josh Hartnett would be a good young Indiana Jones. Yes, okay. Especially off the back of Lucky Number 11, or The Wrong Man, or whatever it's called. He's great, and he should be in more things. Mm. 30 Days of Night's an amazing movie as well. Yes. Josh Hartnett's great. Or Ashton Kutcher, whatever. Mm. Yeah. Any of them. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Anyway, basically, uh, so yeah, they've got this um, Italian stronghold for the Avengers 2, which is supposed to be for Baron Von Strucker, they think. And Baron Von Strucker also 
supposedly has Quicksilver and uh, Scarlet Witch working for him. And so maybe that's where they recruit them or they have a showdown. What Italy. kind of jacket do you think Quicksilver will be wearing? <laughs> it's hard to say at this it point. Isn't it, though, it, yeah. it really is, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they'll steer away from the silver jacket, mm. a la X-Men. Do you think the super speed special effect has gotten better over the years? No. That's a shame. Well, Brian Singer has... Oh, probably. This was good in Man of Steel. Yeah. It's, aside from probably too much shaky cam. Brian Singer's shooting all those super speed things in his X-Men movie with um, that guy in 48 frames per second, I think. Uh, okay. So I guess that'll add something to it. Mm-hmm. Or nothing. Or nothing, or it'll look really... <laughs> Just really, you get people just start vomiting in the cinema. <laughs> That'd be great. Other shooting locations include South Africa and South Korea for um for the Avengers too. So it's very much a, a world film. I mean, mostly the South. Yes. Mm. I, did I say South Korea? Yes. Yeah, South Korea, South Africa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, mostly if not all the South. Mm. Maybe they'll sneak into a few scenes. Yeah. Yeah. You sneak into North Korea for yeah, a bit. That's That'd right. be great. That would work out really well for everyone. <laughs> Uh, Joss Whedon has also said that his guiding star for the Avengers Age of Ultron is uh, Godfather Part 2, in the sense that lots of things happen between the Avengers and the Avengers 2. It's a completely different story. The characters are developed, but you don't need to know any of that information going in. So you don't need to have seen the Iron Man 3 or Thor or whatever, Mm. Thor 2, going into the Avengers 2. Because he's aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Captain America wakes up and he's got Peter Ray Bill's head in his bed, eh? Guy's got a horse head. It's a reference for you. <laughs> Very good. How do you like that? <laughs> good pull. Yeah. Did you know I was going to... Oh, no. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well done. Mm-hmm. You're very impressive. I have a basic knowledge of things. <laughs> you sure do. Mm. Uh, two actors from The Vampire Diaries, which I have not seen. You seen that show? No. Me neither. I don't know their names. I didn't write them down. What do you think is going to be next after Vampires and then I think Frankensteins? I think Angels is going to be the next thing. Okay. Because they do it on Supernatural a lot. I like right. Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Well, there's angels in I Frankenstein's, which tanked, by the way. And Gargoyles like, also. Yeah. Well, okay. they are the angels. Oh, I see. Yeah. Pretty good, eh? Really. Very good. <laughs> that tanked. That so maybe it won't be angels. I reckon it'll be angels. Well, what else is there? Mummies. It's yeah, mummies, mummies might come back. Sexy mummies, yeah. Yep. Have they done werewolves? Have, Have they, they done they werewolves? Have they done werewolves? <laughs> Anyway, two actors from that, a guy and a girl. One's a generic blonde Beholders. Guy. Beholders. Sexy beholders. <laughs> What's a beholder? It's the Dungeons and Dragons monster. It's like a big ball. Is that with the eye? It. It's oh, like yeah. It's on its yeah, head. Absolutely. Sexy beholders. <laughs> like just living in New York in the underground. That'd like be amazing. Sexy. Yeah. 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 Like sexy beholder nightclubs. <laughs> like, yeah. There's always a sexy nightclub in these things, isn't there? Yep. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that, th- these two people have been cast as Killer Frost... And the reverse Flash in the Flash TV series, which is a spin-off of the Arrow TV series. So there you go. Great. I, I know they're not those characters uh, initially. They're the characters' real names, who I didn't write down. You might know. Do you no. know? Doesn't matter. They're and in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll develop into something. Great. More substantial. Are you, you going to watch the Flash pilot? Yes. TV series? Yes, I Did you watch the last one with Dawson's dad from Dawson's Creek as the Flash? Way back in the day, sure I did. Yeah, I never saw it. That show cost a million dollars an episode, which back in the day was a lot of money. I, I think and that's still a lot of money. It's peanuts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not even the catering. And it's anymore. got that bizarre kind of uh, Burton kind of costume for the Flash. It's very rubbery, yeah. Very rubbery. Very rubbery, very, very fake muscles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Mark Hamill's the bad guy. Sometimes, sure. Yeah. Pranks in real life. Yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. 
Uh, two bat suits are rumored to be in Batman vs Superman. Brace yourself. I've got about forty minutes of this. Is that like in like in Batman Forever? <laughs> yeah, that's Great. exactly what I said. Oh, okay. And Batman and Robin. Oh yeah. Okay. One of them is uh apparently going to be, you know, a traditional kind of Jim Lee kind of suit. Yep. Which I'm really looking forward to seeing. And the other one is like a silver kind of plating armor over a black material, and there's gaps between, so you can see the black in between the silver. Oh, plates, that's very. Which fancy. is again like Batman and Robin because he's wearing a silver plated. Yep. Uh huh. Freeze armor, I guess. Probably. That? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that, I think that's very interesting. Or not interesting. It's so we can fight Superman, I guess. Yeah. I just want to see this suit. The thing is, well, it's two years of this. I can't do... It's not even two years. It's May of 2016. So it's longer than two years. Wow. I can't talk about this for two years. No. It's too much. Well, maybe this is a trick and they're going to release it way ahead of time. I would love that. Well, they were talking... Apparently the, the production hasn't stalled... Because they're saying, like, oh, it's slowed down, and people are like, Ben Affleck's going to quit or whatever, which is I think is not true at all. Maybe it is. Who cares? The point is... <laughs> Just get Josh Hartnett. Get Josh Hartnett, exactly, yeah. I'm going to probably cop a bit of flack for that. Yep. But I love Josh Hartnett, and I loved him in H2O, the Mike Myers film. The, the Halloween 20th anniversary. <laughs> yes. Great. I don't know what I was gonna say. Two years. If we're gonna do, though. if we do an episode of all-time worst titled films, yes. I think H twenty has to go in there because it's not the twentieth film in the series. It's twenty years after. It's right, but it's not, and it's not about water, which a lot of people assumed. Oh yeah, they assumed it was an H two O based film, <laughs> based horror film. That's it. Mm. So there you go. Make of that what you will. Fantastic. I oh, love yeah, sorry, yeah. Batman so it's not being Superman. delayed. So they're still gonna film it and everything because apparently if they don't do it, it's gonna clash with Ben Affleck's other projects. Blah blah blah. Mm. So, Jersey Girl too. Great. Geely <laughs> too. Geely too. And uh, so, yeah. So, I guess, I think the only reason is there must be serious troubles or they're doing Justice League or both. Maybe. Mm, Maybe what we should do is each week we can have Shia LaBeouf news or Batman vs. Superman news and not both. Fair enough. Yep. That's fair. What yeah. if they combine, though? What oh, if he gets a role? That would be amazing. What if he's Jimmy Olsen? What if he's Clark Kent? <gasps> Ant-Man, though, yes. has taken the July 7th, 2015 release date of Batman vs. Superman. Oh, just slotting in there. Just, just... slotting in there. Hmm. I think because, you know... Um, Do you think that's deliberate? Yeah, absolutely, because Batman vs. Superman was moved to the date of a Marvel, Marvel, an unnamed Marvel film in 2016. And whatever that Marvel movie is going to be, it's going to get smashed. Right. Unless it's Iron Man versus Thor. But even then... That happened already. So. Yeah, exactly, it did. So, that, who knows what they're going to do. Mm. Mm. I'm just going to jump back to television just quickly. Okay. You know the Gotham TV series? It's against out? protocol, but that's fine. <laughs> you know the Gotham TV series? Yep. Uh, oh, do we have mustache news? When I don't mustache? have mustache oh. news. I'm assuming... Let's. Oh, I hope he's got a mustache. You have to give him a mustache. Because you can't know mustache and then have him grow a mustache. I don't know, maybe you can. This is another thing I'm going to talk about just quickly. Just mustaches? This isn't on here. Just mustaches. Kevin Smith and, um, what's his name? Oh, what's the, I think it's the guy who did um, the animated Batman. Paul Dini? Yeah, it might be Paul Dini. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it is. Anyway, they, they floated this idea for a young Bruce Wayne series that follows him through, through high school and then up to when he becomes Batman. And then about a month later, they've said in Gotham, this TV series is going to focus on Jim Gordon and a 12-year-old Bruce Wayne, and it's going to end with him putting on the costume. So Kevin Smith's like, I think they stole this idea! But I think that's probably an idea that's been around for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teen... I mean, it's very, it's very convenient. It is, yeah. I mean, but hey, who knows? You never really think of Batman going to high school. Well, that's the thing. It's never been explored. And they said they're talking about being kind of a mystery thing, and all of his... A few of his rogues gallery are there, and the, and the principal's... Um, 
or the headmaster, whatever they call him in the US, is like Hugo Strange, and and they're like, this is Talia Al Ghul! Ugh, yeah, and I, I hate that, yeah. yeah. So there you go. But anyway, back to Gotham. The what t- if it's a, what if the final scene in that series is just, it's it's Batman, it's Bruce Wayne putting on the Bat costume, and then like back to back with Jim Gordon, and he's just grooming a mustache. <laughs> and then we go, oh, it's all come together. <laughs> But the thing is, I like... But they never see each other. It's one of those weird yeah, contrived scenarios yeah. where they never look the other way, so they never know. I, I like Kevin Smith, but I think he's too close to Batman and he loves it too much to do anything with it. Also... Because I think he's crippled by his fandom. Yeah. He's crippled he, by his fandom in that last Batman comic that he wrote. The Widening Gyre. No, the one after that, Cacophony. Oh, yeah, it's not good, is it's it? It's the worst Batman story I've ever read. You, you gave me that. You've got to check this out. And I, you I, will not believe it. <laughs> Because Kevin Smith's clearly, clearly written himself as the Bruce Wayne character. Right. Because he's the best writer in the world. And, yeah, that's and, right. But people don't, people don't realise it. And yeah. There's a whole bunch. And Batman invites a guy who he doesn't even know into the Batcave. Reveals his secret identity. Straight. And then that guy immediately kills his girlfriend. Who, is, who exists solely for the purposes of, of being, becoming the love interest and then being killed. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's too close to it. I think he loves it too much to get involved in it. And also, I think people would flip out. Yeah. Uh, and again, I like Kevin Smith. I think he's great, but he's better as a fan and somebody commenting on it than a. And also, he'll put, he'll put in a Blood Man and Chronic yeah. cameo, and that, that's not going to work. No, that's it. And, what, was it what was I originally saying? The Penguin is going to be a, a villain, the first villain in Gotham. I'm assuming Oswald Cobblepot, though, and not the actual Penguin, because they're talking about no wacky villains to start with. Okay. It's before Batman and whatever. So he'll probably be like a. Maybe he's running for mayor. With Christopher Walken's help. Yep. Absolutely. Bite someone's nose yeah, off. Absolutely. They could be doing that, that sure. So, yeah. Could I be mean, a fishmonger. Could be a fishmonger. Yeah. I'm okay. I think that'd be interesting. Could work in an umbrella store. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to close that curtain again. That car, like last week, is shining right in my eyes. Okay. <laughs> Unless you want to pull that one down just there. Use your hands. This one here. And skills, yeah. What am I doing? It's a cord. It's a curtain. I am aware they're of fami- Oh, I see. They're in most houses. No, I don't know. Here we go. Right, we did it. It's way darker in here it's now. It's dark now. Brilliant. You maybe put it, up, put it up a little bit. No. Doesn't matter. Back to Batman versus Superman. Gal Gadot was apparently signed a three-picture deal. Gal Gadot update? Gal Gadot update. How do we spell it? Oh, I don't know. How do we say it? I'm just saying Gal Gadot okay, from right. now Because it can't be Gadot. Maybe it's Gadot. It could have been. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Mm. The first of which, the first deal of which will get her, net her a cool $300,000. For a mm. Batman vs. Superman appearance. That's nearly a third of an episode of the 1980s Flash TV series. <laughs> uh, the next movie is rumored to be Justice League and then a Wonder Woman solo movie. So there you go. Good for that, I guess. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, the villains. Female-fronted ba- superhero films. How many have there been? Elektra? Elektra, Catwoman. I don't think Catwoman counts. <laughs> I'm just putting my foot down. It Fair enough. Count. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Mm, I no. mean, I'm, no, there are others, no doubt. But um, just female? I mean, if you count Tomb Raider, there's that, I guess. Huh, okay. Do you count Tomb Raider? No. Do you remember the time we saw Tomb Raider 2 Cradle of Life? There was nothing out that week and we'll go, let's go see Tomb Raider. How bad could it be? And it was the worst movie. I'll be honest, I don't really remember which one is one and which one is two. <laughs> I've only seen two. I don't know if I've seen one or two, I'll be honest with Two's you. Two's the one where she goes and finds the um, Pandora's box. Okay. And at the end, she's going to open it. Is there ice involved at the end? I think that's Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You don't remember? No. Wow, because that really cut you deep at the time. Huh. Well, I've buried it very deep then, evidently. <laughs> 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, But migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will. Because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, 
all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Okay. whole lot of our Batman vs. Superman rumors for what the story is going to be about. Take this with a grain of salt, Mason. A grain of salt as big as an apple. Just... Just chomp, 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 on chomp on that grain of salt. <laughs> okay, the villains are supposedly Lex Luthor and Metallo. Mm-hmm. Is it Metallo or Metallo? I'm going to say Metallo. Oh, okay, cool. Two L's. I've always said Metallo. Well, you're wrong, aren't you? <laughs> Batman Put also... it down, walk away. Okay. <laughs> walk Bat- away. Walk away from the pop culture podcast. <laughs> Batman forms a UN-type deal to stop Superman from destroying another city. Batman forms a UN deal? Yeah. With who? With the uh, UN? That's a really good question, yeah. Batman's not making deals He's not making government. deals, Don't like no. that. Yeah. I'm against it so far, but continue. Aquaman is in it, but he's not called Aquaman. Ooh. He's called, I don't know, maybe Aquaboy. Moist Man. Moist Man. <laughs> Man. Apparently he's there because the world engine in the ocean did something to the fish. What if it was called, like, Vitamin Water Man? <laughs> like they... An inexplicably... Really, really crass deal with with some sort of promotional product. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yep. Yeah. Gatorade man. Gatorade man. Yeah. But no, no, he's there because uh, you remember the world engine? Yes. That was like drilling through the earth. Yep. It did something to the fish. So he turns up and he's like, "What's going on, guys? What's going on? My, my fish <laughs> having a bad time of it." <sighs> So, I guess that's all right. Great. I mean, but what's he gonna do? Show up and go? What's going on? They're like they left, and he's like, "Okay." Well, I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I'll be over here. <laughs> You're dropping your fingers. Yep. Yeah. Wonder Woman poses as a Wayne Enterprise employee. Um, that was good. That was a good visual gag mm. that everybody at home missed except for me. That was great. I, don't, I don't always do it for the audience. That's true. Mm. Wonder Woman poses as a Wayne Enterprise's in- investor to retrieve an item that belongs to her people. Ooh. Maybe like a, I don't know. A hair curling iron? Oh! Steady on, mate. I know. I really like Wonder Woman. I wish I didn't say that. Yeah. But I'm not going to edit it out. No, don't do it. Because I'm true to who I am. You want to look like a, a real, real idiot. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lex Luthor is in the shadows a lot. I'm presuming literally, literally and figuratively. Did I say those words right? Yes. Good. He doesn't have much face time with Superman. As in the app. 
Yeah, that's right. My iPhone app. <laughs> exactly. Robin apparently betrayed Batman at some point, mm-hmm. leading to a falling out between the two. Uh huh. Yeah. That's why he's Nightwing, maybe. That's why he's Nightwing. But isn't it the other way around? Where like Nightwing leaves because he's like, I had enough of your bullshit, Batman. They keep they keep retconning it. Yeah. It goes back and forth. I really like Nightwing. Yeah. He's like Batman, but fun. That's true. Yeah. Great hair. Yeah. Great hair. Mm. The Batcave. Nineteen seventies a... disco collar. <laughs> yeah, that's love why you it. love that. Yeah. yeah. The Batcave. Will... You know what I love in comic books, and I've always loved it. The pictures. The pictures. <laughs> the pictures and the fun stories. But also, like, any time somebody like changes their look or their attitude or their costume or whatever, or they yeah. change, and it's always like, "Get ready, world." Because here comes Nightwing, and then, then, then in the speech bubble, it's Nightwing is said in like the Nightwing font. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love a bit of that. And the costume reflects the time. Yeah, very that's much great. So. I hope, I wish they did it that in every issue of every comic. Ah, oh, imagine. Because you don't ever see Batman or Superman doing that either, do you? They'd be like, hey, Robin, come and go on this, stop this crime boss. And he's like, Robin doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Robin's, he's retired or something. It's time for Nightwing. <laughs> Popped collar. Popped collar. Popped disco collar. The Batcave is apparently super cool looking, and the mobile looks similar to Burton's. I don't know what that means. A mobile. mobile? It says mobile. Mobile. Is there there an apostrophe? Nah. I think it means Batmobile. I think you've copied and pasted incorrectly somehow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'd say that would be the case. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's that's the classic Batman. People love that um that Batmobile. Yes. It's a bit impractical though. It's really really long. It's very long. I think there's other designs you can do something else. But it does have that weird hoist thing in the middle of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It lifts it up and turns it around. <laughs> it does, too. Yeah. I, and I it's think... got that shield system where you, you start yeah. it up and it turns into like a weird gothic A castle. weird stop-motion shield yeah. that appears yeah. over it. Yeah. I think the Tumblr's great for its time. Whatever. That's great for its time. There are a lot of other really interesting Batmobile designs. Batmobile, sorry. Mm-hmm. Designs. Thank you. Which, uh, which could be used. I think yeah. so. But hey. What do I know? I do like the classic one with the... Anything with the wings. Anything bat-themed. Yeah, sure. Tumblr's too generic. Yeah, you're right. In the, um... What is it? In that Arkham Origins, he's building the Batmobile in that. Uh But he's got the jet. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? What a shit game. Yeah! That's alright. It's pretty good. We did an episode on it. We did. Episode 13. Or 18. Or Or 5. I think it was (laughs) 5. Check it out. Yeah, please do. I bet you. Oh. I'm not going to. I know. I don't listen to the episode. I'm not even really listening now. You know, it gets got to the point, it, it pains me, because, you know, I edit these. I'm so sick of my Do you edit these? And, yeah, I, no, I edit them, because I have to... I take out the white noise and uh-huh. whatever. And, uh, you know, if I have to get uh, get up to pull a curtain down, I'll take that out. Uh, that'd never happen, though. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Lois is investigating Lex. Anyway, were you going to say that you're sick of the sound? I'm design? sick of it, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking sick of it, yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't know how anybody else is listening. And then I have to take that, like a very specific clip and put pictures to it and put it on my YouTube channel. And that takes a very long time. And I have to listen to that same five or six minutes about a hundred times. And then you put it up and you're very proud. And then somebody puts on a comment. It's like, why don't you kill yourself? And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> my labor of love. That's how it goes. <laughs> Lois Lane is uh, investigating Lex. Which makes sense, okay. I guess. She is a keen reporter. She's got that hat with the press pass in it. She sure does. Mm. Uh, Metallo. Did I say that right? No. Mobile. Yes. <laughs> Metallo. Yep. Kills Clark. What does that mean? Well, it says inverted commas. Kills. What does that mean? Well, I, I'm assuming, like, he thinks he kills him. Oh, okay. Um, and the Daily Planet is brought by, bought by Lex Luthor for PR purposes. 
Pee up okay. peppers. I bet that sounded good on the microphone. Pee up peppers. <laughs> and uh, at the end, Superman is living in exile, and the Justice League is a government-approved superhero team. Is he on the get? Is he on the Justice League? Uh, doesn't say. Mm. Yes or no? Because I want all the information before I go into the film. Absolutely. I want every single piece of information. <laughs> So nothing is a surprise, and I've ruined it for myself. Good. Mm. I think, you know what I'd like to see? Yes. I'd like to see if he's on the Justice League, but he's not around for the first part, and Doomsday comes in, and it's like kicking heads. Because no one else can really fight Doomsday except Superman. That's true. Really. Well, there's a few others, I'm sure. Maybe um the Flash would last a couple of seconds. Maybe Batman in that fancy new silver suit. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Just dazzle him with how yeah. good he looks. Yeah, and then, and then Superman comes in and, and has to deal with it. Love it. I think that would be cool. But anyway, who knows? So there you go. There's all those Superman, Batman rumors for this week. That only took about 45 hours. Great. <laughs> well, I look forward to another 45 hours next week. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, uh, you're, you're familiar with his work? Yes. He's made movies? Yes. What's your least favorite Tarantino movie? Least Death favorite. Proof. Yeah, it is Death Proof. Yeah. You're right, yeah. That goes for so long. Mm. Yeah. Were you going to say another one? Ah, uh, it? no, it's definitely Death Proof. You've, you've got my number there. I'm going to say that the Kill Bill movies aren't that good. Wow, you're going to get flack. I like oh, no t- flack. <laughs> who's, who's to say? I mean, they're fine, but I think two's much better than one. Mm. It's just, it's not, I don't know, it's not really my thing. Two's more interesting because it's got more interesting kind of conversation and story development. Uh-huh. One's just a lot of chopping, which is good. But it gets to a point where it's like, this is a lot of chopping. We've had enough chopping. Come on, <laughs> Quentin. <laughs> Anyway, he's canned The Hateful Eight. He was making a movie called The Hateful Eight. It was another Western. Oh, and then it got... Then the, the script got leaked. It leaked. He gave it to a handful of people. One of them was Michael Marsden. Madston? Madsdon. Madson. Madson. Keep, Metallo. Keep, keep giving me options. There we go. <laughs> and a few other people. Michael Metallomobile. <laughs> he hasn't said who or who he thinks it is. He says it might have been an agent of somebody he gave it to. But he only gave it to six people and it somehow leaked. So it's he, whoever is not cast in the next one. Yeah, you're probably... So Madsen is not involved in the next one. It's because he him. leaked it. Yeah. So he's just shut it down. He's gone, not not wow. doing it. Which I think is amazing. Because I'm sure... You know what? Everybody involved in that would be so annoyed. Because you leaked it thinking, oh, this is pretty great. I'm going to leak this on the internet or whatever. or show people. And uh-huh. it leaks. And then he's just shut the whole it's thing probably down. Your That's mate. a lesson. It's probably your mate Nailbiter, 111 one, one, or whoever it is. Probably was. Yeah. He's always... Guy's a monster. Inside saucing. Mm. Yeah. You know, he's got a few movies, though, that haven't been made. Killer Crow was one about... African-American soldiers in World War Two, which he's probably not going to make. Uh, Kill Bill 3, he's probably not going to make. He's been talking about it for a well, while. Well, everybody's hearts got exploded. Yeah, well, that's by right. That, so who's, well, who's the, like... the story was, do you remember um, He go, she goes into the woman's house? I think it's at the start of the second one. And her name's Vicar A. Fox, is that her name? Vicar A. Fox, yeah, yeah. Vicar yeah. I'm not doing well this week, am Not I? at all. You're not good with words <laughs> or names. It's all right. This, this isn't an audio medium, so it's fine. That's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, she kills... Um, uh, she kills her. Yep. Whose name I'm not going to say. But her daughter's there. Ah. Oh, and she's like, "Come and see me in 20 years." Double revenge. Yeah, yeah, double revenge. So that's probably. I mean, so he could still do it in. When did that come out? 2003. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So you know. So are these these other Quentin Tarantino uh, projects. Has he written the scripts for these? Um, not. I don't think so. I think Killer Crow probably got a bit far along. There was all, but the Hateful Eight's going to become a book. He's like, I want to publish this as a book, and he's got. And he's like, I got ten other ideas in my head. My uh-huh. giant head. He yep. does have a giant light bulb head. And he's going to move on. Interesting. Yeah. They may want to proofread that book, though, before it goes out. <laughs> Suppose it isn't Inglorious Bastards called Inglorious Bastards with those spelling mistakes, because that's... Oh, because he made that spelling mistake? Yeah, he made two he made two spelling mistakes in two words. Really? In the, in the... I did not know apparently, that. Apparently. Apparently spelling's atrocious. No, that's all right. My spelling's not great. How's yours? It's great. <laughs> 
the best belly in this room. Tell you what. I believe that. Another one was the Vega Brothers film he's been talking about making. You know, because John Travolta and Michael Madsen. Yep. They're, they're brothers. One's in Pulp Fiction, one's in Reservoir Dogs. Uh-huh. Both killed. But there's going to be a prequel, prequel. movie. Where they hang out, but they're they're both far too old. Also, they really are. I think I've established this before. I hate John Travolta. You do hate him, yes, because he's had too many chances. Uh huh. Big. I think I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Big star in the '70s with Grease and Saturday Night Fever. Then he pissed it away for years. Uh huh. Doing look who's talking now and whatever. Quentin Tarantino's like, you're a great guy. Remember when you were cool, Travolta? Let's make you cool again. And yeah, Pulp Fiction. And he's amazing in Pulp Fiction because I do think he's a good actor. Uh huh. Then he's just. Pissed it away again. Get Shorty's pretty good. Yep. Be Cool I have not seen, but right. looks like the worst fucking movie ever made. <laughs> Every Travolta movie is pretty much garbage. Old dogs, wild hogs, <laughs> just just a string. Wild dogs? That one where he's attacked by <laughs> wild dogs? Just a string of crap and he doesn't deserve another chance. That's true. Yeah. I think yeah. you're right. Also, I feel it's, um, it's, it's Wolverine X-Men Origin Syndrome. Yeah. Where... The adventures that the Vega brothers had prior to Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, whatever you imagine, yeah, is probably better than what would come out on screen. Like Absolutely. I'm sure, like I enjoyed Quentin Tarantino films very much, yeah. But just imagine them having crazy crime-based adventures, yeah. back in the day, yeah. Whatever comes on screen, you'd be like, oh yeah, exactly, it's fine, yeah. I guess. And it's like Machete as well. Mm. I don't, I haven't seen those, but I'd imagine. I think those trailers are more amusing. Than the actual movies, I'd imagine. I'd say so, yeah. I mean, I, because I see the trailers, I'm like, that's, that looks, that's fun. Uh-huh. But I'm like, I don't want to sit through a movie of that. Absolutely not. Yeah. I just want to quickly, before we move on, Mason. Yes. Thank everyone for the iTunes rankings. I've got a new goal. Do you know what my goal is? What is that? I want to be really good at CrossFit. shooting. <laughs> CrossFit, that's right. Maybe moving a big tyre. Yep. Getting <laughs> on a rope and climbing Tough a rope. <laughs> Tough mudder. Yeah. All those What things. is your actual goal? My actual goal is I want to get, no, I want to get, up the top of iTunes in the like, what is it? The um featured. I want to be featured, Mason. In on the most egotistical section. <laughs> exactly. That's what you're shooting for, mate. You're gonna get there. I tell you what. Because I, I like I don't. I have zero goals in life. Great. Just drift. Uh huh. Just drift through. Do whatever. Nothing yeah. matters. Just go to a town. Fight some crime. <laughs> exactly. Move on. Use your judo. So I want this. I want this to be the goal. I want to get this. Because I need something to work towards, otherwise it, I, there's no point to anything for me. Fantastic. I'll just, I'll just die alone. I mean, I'll die alone anyway, yep. but I'll die alone once being featured on iTunes. Are you with me? Yes. <laughs> the point is, I feel that I should support him in this endeavour, because otherwise something bad might happen. <laughs> it's lucky he can't hear this, because it's in my low voice. <laughs> yes, James, I'm on board. Let's do this, mate. Here we go. Do whatever that thing you said yeah. was. We've got so many good stars and reviews that I went about. I just and I really appreciate it. I, I, I want to. I want to keep that going. Hopefully, okay. selfish. Yes, I know stars and reviews that anything don't matter because we get amazing downloads anyway. We get amazing correspondence. This is completely irrelevant whether we get this or not because the show's going really well. That being said, it's something I've decided I want for no reason. Great, and I'll probably change my mind next week. So yeah. <laughs> so next week, next week you'll be like, I don't want, I don't want the limelight. I don't want any of this. Uh, I'm gonna sit in a room with a paper bag in my head that says I don't have a podcast on iTunes anymore, and then people can hit me with Transformers toys or whatever. What's happening there? Uh, so yeah, review or don't. I guess my point is I'm already kind of lukewarm on it already. Now that I've calmed down, <laughs> my mind is broken. Evidently, yes. yeah. Well, look. In the spirit of uh, things moving into development hell, like the Hateful Eight, 
Yes. Like the Vega Brothers film. Ooh. Like the Venga Boys. <laughs> like all those things. Oh, the Venga Boys film, yeah. sure. <laughs> um, I thought I could... We could talk about some films that have been stuck in development hell. Oh, okay. For years. Yes. There, there's a long list, Mason. I've picked a few notable ones. Mm-hmm. Some comic book movie, some not. Some regular movie. Some regular movie. I don't know if I'm qualified to talk about regular movie, but all right. <laughs> I'm going to start with the, the most fa- probably one of the most famous ones. Can uh-huh. you guess what it is? No. Ghostbusters 3. Oh! I can't believe you of all people. The biggest Ghostbusters 2 fan. I'm not, it's going. not true. It's not true. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 is good. I don't care what anyone says. It's good. That's a good movie. Yeah. You're a dickhead if you don't like it, Mason. Okay, fine. Do you like it? No, I do. It's You're good. You're a... Oh, yeah. Good. Scaleri Brothers. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I remember things from it. Now, there was an unofficial... I mean, they did really kind of attempt to... We need a, you know, we need a giant thing at the end. Yeah. So let's make the Statue of Liberty move. I mean, that's, that's fun. And With a Nintendo controller. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sign of the times. There you go. There was a Ghostbusters 3 kind of unofficially. That Ghostbusters video game. That's true, yeah. Did you ever play that game? No. Was it good? Uh, apparently it was good for like a Ghostbusters-ish game or whatever. Great. Oh, no, and it was kind of a third-person-y shooter kind of thing. I never played it, and I won't now because it's got past that point. If a game's older than three months old, I'll never play it. Nice. No, <laughs> never go that's back. That's my rule. Exactly. Never go back. Um, all the voice cast back. Bill Murray and all. Oh. And you play as a new Ghostbuster, and I think that guy doesn't talk, and everyone just talks around Chad him. Buster. Chad Buster. <laughs> and that was fake characters are called Chad. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Or Jake. Or Jake. Jake Chisel. Mm. So the Ghostbusters video game, uh, that was sort of the unofficial third movie. But there's been a movie trying to get off the ground since like the 90s, since mm-hmm. the early 90s, since Ghostbusters 2 came out. And it's a case of people alternately wanting to be in the movie, but then not be in the movie. <laughs> yeah, and then exactly. they're out all of a sudden inexplicably, and then the script isn't ready. But then yeah. it is ready, and then people read the script, and then they're on board. And then somebody's out because of the script again yeah, for some reason. That's, yeah, you're exactly right. That's how this whole thing reads. I've, I've very briefly written... The process. Great. It's not that interesting. Okay. But, you know. Folks, get ready to make a mind map. <laughs> so, basically, Dan Aykroyd wrote a script in the 90s uh-huh. where they're transported to an alternative version of Manhattan called Manhattan. Hell. That's the Oh, I get it. I get it there. now. Yeah. Okay, and they yeah. meet the devil and it features younger actors and with older actors in the background and Venkman is gone. Until a cameo at the end. Okay. Now, this was reviewed on one website. Um, I can't remember which one. Might have been IGN or Ain't It Cool. Or comicbookmovie.com. That's the official one of the podcast. Best ones. Yes, it is. And apparently all the, the official website of this podcast. <laughs> apparently, though, all the, uh, all, the, all the characters are in it. The younger characters are completely interchangeable. And the only thing that's interesting is the Bill Murray kind of cameo at the end. Okay. So there you go. Hmm. In 2004, we're going to skip ahead a bit. Okay. Uh, Murray was said he was still not interested in it, and he despised sequels, despite being in Garfield 2, two. A Tale of Two Kitties. Right, precisely. <laughs> um, again, I mean, with... Although it's possible they just they just got his performance from Garfield 2 by taking audio snippets from all his other films and putting them together. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Again, they're talking about younger actors involved. Well, he's always talking about Steve Zissou. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So younger actors again. One of the names rumoured was Ben Stiller. But it's got to a point now where Ben Stiller is not young young anymore. As this movie's been going for that long, Mm. Ben Stiller has aged horribly. Yes, he's alright. Good on him. Walter Mitty. But then he was in that film. What was it? The Crew or something? The Crew. Wasn't he in that? What's the Crew? Was it like a uh, Richard with Jonah? Jonah Hill was in it. Oh, The Watch. The Watch. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's Uh very Ghostbusters. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's not as bad as people say. It's not brilliant. It's fine. Okay. People are like, it's the worst comedy. It's the worst comedy. Incorrect. 
Wild Dogs is. <laughs> that's right. Where John Travolta's no, attacked old by Wild dogs, dogs is worse than Wild Dogs. Uh. Oh, wait. That's, a, your, that's your made-up one, that's isn't it? That's my made-up one. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. But I think it's a testament to the quality of the films he picks that I could make up a film where John Travolta's <laughs> just attacked by Wild Dogs for two hours and you'd believe it. So. <laughs> that's it. Uh, Maui also said in 2010... That'll only do Wait, it. what happened in that intervening six years? Just a bunch of crap. All that stuff you said at the start about this. Oh, right. That's what in happened. And out. Okay. He only do it if his character was killed off in the first, first reel. Yep. But he also teased. He's like kind of teasing. He's like back and forth with yes and no. And he actually accepted, a, accepted a, an award for Zombieland in the Ghostbusters outfit. Oh, right. Okay. And then he's like, oh, no, this is just unrelated. I just, uh, I didn't have anything clean to wear. Uh-huh. So people were like, he came out, people were like, oh my God, it's happening! Then he's like, nah, calm down. Was that an MTV award? Something like that, yeah. Right. Might have been, yeah. Or some European thing. Some weird European thing. Boah, don't care for that. <laughs> um, Dan Aykroyd mentioned the name Matthew Gray Goob- Goobler. Yeah, from Criminal Minds. As being involved in it. He's like, I want that guy. Interesting. What do you want that guy? You know what I hate about that guy? What's that? Aside from his smug, skeletal face. Yes, what else? I don't watch that show. I've heard it's okay. But he's like, the, he's, he's the nerd guy in it. The but very he's clearly, handsome nerd he's guy. He's so yeah. handsome. Uh-huh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, is he, but is he a guy who would be like, you get a young actor, you get someone up and coming. Do you go for Matthew Gray Goobler? Gubbler? No, I don't think you do. No. no. I think you go for... Who's left? I don't even know anymore. Well, John, John Hodgman was also hinted at. But John Hodgman came and said that that was a joke. He's one of those young, fresh faces. Yes, I love John Hodgman. That would be great, yeah. In 2012, skip forward two years, if you will, Mason. Okay. Come with me on this journey. I'm ready. Accord said that Murray would not return, and they need his permission to recast him or use him as a CGI ghost, a.k.a. Return of the Jedi, a.k.a. young Anakin Skywalker. Great. <laughs> Who are the ghosts in Ghostbusters? Well, yeah. Because some of them are... What's Slimer? Some of, some of them are dead people, but some of them are... Slimer. Horrific hell dimensions yeah. of Slimers, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a bit vague, isn't it? It is a bit vague. Mm. Apparently the original script for Ghostbusters was a lot weirder. Yeah. Like it was much more sort of horror themed. It was yeah. more like lots of parallel universes and, you know, like the, the scene on the scene at the end with the pyramid on top of the building and the parallel dimension, it was it was all kind of that. Was, yeah, okay, the whole of, way through. There's a lot of travelling through parallel dimensions. and, and That would have spun people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of crystal skulls filled with vodka. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. That sounds like Howard the Duck, the movie. A lot yeah. of parallel dimensions in that. Or maybe just one or two egg-shaped Earth. Oh, right, yes. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. Now, Reitman's saying who's probably going to be directing it. You know Reitman. He's director. fantastic. He's, He's a genius. Great. Yeah. Could be a remake now. And it, it just goes on and on, and it's left open for Murray to change his mind if he wants to. Is it get? Is it got to the point? Let's um, let's do a rating system for this. Uh-huh. Fuck off, completely fuck off, or yeah, let's see this. Yeah, let's see this. Yeah, you're still keen. Yep. All right, still keen. Yeah. Yeah, I. You know what? Ghostbusters is still there. Yeah, that was a good film. Remake, reboot, who cares? Okay. First one still holds up, so... It does. Yeah. And the second one, your favourite one. Yep. <laughs> Wait, no! <laughs> Deadpool. Yep, okay. This has been going on How long has that been while. in development? Uh, pretty much since before Wolverine Origins, since, or around that time. Since Blade 3. Since you know Ryan Reynolds appeared... Right. Since Ryan You're right, appeared actually, as, a, yeah. as, a, as an action star yeah. who can say a joke while <laughs> swinging a sword. 
People have been like, oh, it's Deadpool. But you notice they've never really kind of done that well, though. He can do it, yeah. but they've never kind of utilised it really well. That's true. Yeah. That idea was pretty much killed in Wolverine Origins, or initially. They were still talking about it, but then that really kind of... That was the big thing that put the brakes on that. Right, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is still attached. Um, a VFX artist, Tim Miller, was hired to direct it in 2013. That was after the whole back and forth for years, and are they going to make it, blah, 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 and whatever. I don't know any, I don't know any of his work. I think it was... Was going to be his debut, oh, okay. his debut. Mm-hmm. His Metallo. His Metallo, yes. Now, originally it was going to be PG-13. No, bad sign. Uh, possibly changed to R. But you know what I think they should do? Yes. If they do do it. Do what they do with Wolverine Origin. Not Wolverine Origin, that's the worst. The Wolverine? The Wolverine Origin. Um, <laughs> the Wolverine, yeah, where, what is it? You do your, your PG-13 cut, and then you R-rate it when you release it on DVD. Yeah, okay. That's how you make your money, and that's how you make everybody happy. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, if you release an... Uh, generally, R-rated comic book movies don't do well. Because you can't get everybody. Because you can't get the kids. That's you can't true. get the action figures. Can't get the lunchboxes. Can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, apparently, there's going to be a lot of him breaking the fourth wall, you know, as Deadpool often uh-huh. does in the comics. That might get annoying after a while. Yeah. 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 Now, both Ryan Reynolds and the new director said in October 2013 that it was close to being greenlit, and that's the last thing we've really heard. Hmm. Do you think it'll happen? Well, that Fox are building the X-Men universe, and in addition to that, the X-Force movie is moving forward. Uh-huh. Jeff Wadlow will write. He did Kick-Ass 2, and I think Never Back Down, or one of those movies that's like that. Oh, Okay. Um, he'll possibly direct, and Cable will appear in the X-Force one as well. Mm. So we might, might see X-Force before we see... The other one. I'm still on board. Still on board? Yes. All right. Mm. That's two for two. That is two for two. We're doing really well. Do you like Deadpool? Uh, f- in small doses, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you get, you know, 50 issues of his comic and you read them back for back, that's a little much. Yeah. It's a little, a little too self-referential. Yeah. I've yeah. heard the game is not good. It's a Deadpool game. The same guys who did the Transformers War for Cybertron games. Right, right, right. Apparently... The character's really good and well done in it. Uh-huh. And he's all aware that he's in a video game and whatever, but it's just a very kind of bland, generic... Kind I've heard of that also, yeah. yeah. That if you're not on board with having, you know, fun with the conventions of a video game... I'm and not. Ha- oh, well then, <laughs> then you won't enjoy it. Yeah. So there we go. Hellboy 3. This one's been back and forth for years. It was delayed initially for a number of reasons. One of them was because Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro was doing The Hobbit. Uh-huh. I would have liked to see his version of The Hobbit. Have you been watching the new Hobbit movies? I haven't seen either of them yet. Ah, you know. You know? Yeah. See, on one hand, on one hand, I I think it's good that they've got the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Yeah. Same director, same universe. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a continuous style. It's yeah. kept the same. But yeah, maybe you're right. It would be a little bit crazy. But a lot and of... also, it's a different era. It is I a different suppose, era, so. exactly. And it also seems to me... First of all, it's obviously been stretched out into three films uh-huh. when it didn't need to be. Yep. There's a whole lot of excess kind of stuff. I haven't read The Hobbit. I have purposely, I remember not reading it because I wanted to see the cinematic interpretation. Oh. The same thing for Lord of the Rings. I started reading it and then I'm like, this is really painful. There's too much singing. There's way too There's much singing. There's too much walking and singing. Yeah. So I, I, I enjoy the, the, the movies more than I did what I read of the book. But The Hobbit just goes forever mm. and it's also ever since for the for, uh, return of the king especially at the end you know the return of the king it, end, it, it ends 40 it minutes ends. ending yeah. mm-hmm. which apparently the book does as well like half of well not half but a big chunk of that book is just what happened afterwards and sam went back to the shire and then, blah, and there was a he battle. started up a small business 
Business went bust. His wife left him. Exactly. But then he started another small business. He got a small business loan. And then... I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what I think about uh-huh. The Hobbit. And, no, no, sorry. So, basically, Peter Jackson has been given free reign. Uh-huh. Which, which, make, which is why King Kong is what it is. Right. Which is why The Hobbit and The Hobbit Part 2 go forever. They've just said, hey, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, yeah. Because they make money regardless. Now, Ron, uh, Ron Perlman has said he'd love to do it, but it says it's very physically demanding on him because he's 60 plus now, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. And so it's pretty taxing for him to wear all those prosthetics and jump around, jump around, get up, get up, get down. <laughs> jump, jump. I get it. That's good. And it's just, got, I don't, look, I think it's one of those things I would love to see it. Mm. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I think you, they, they cost a lot of money. But most people don't know who he is, unfortunately. That's true, yeah. But they're such good movies. Yeah, I really enjoy them. Um, maybe they could do a BPRD movie. What's that? The Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense. Okay, yeah. And yep. they can have, you know, a lot of sort of side characters from Hellboy. Yeah. And then Hellboy in, like, more of a cameo role. Yep, And then sure. he wouldn't have to wear the prosthetics for yeah. 12 hours a day or whatever. Fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those paranormal investigation movies work really well. R.I.P.D. Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> What was I thinking? No, no, that I'm could totally work. That could totally work because it's such a great, it's such an interesting world yeah, that he's yeah, made and whatever, whatever. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't love Pacific Rim. I would have much preferred to see another Hellboy. Hellboy right? Yeah. And, and Pacific Rim's fine, whatever, like it or don't. Mm-hmm. It, it is exactly what it is, and for that, it, it, it succeeds in that way. But that's not really something that I'm that wrapped in. Good on it, whatever. But Guillermo has also said that it might take a comic form, but. The, um, oh, you mean like the Hellboy comics? Like the Hellboy comics, but Mike Mignola, mm-hmm. who the Hellboy creator or whatever, he's vetoed that. He's like, no, not happening. Oh, so okay. there you go. What do you think? See it or I want to see it. Yeah, me too. Three for three. I'm gonna say out of these three, I want to see re- just really Hellboy. I could take or leave the other ones. No, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Masters. We've all got different preferences of things. We sure do. That's Mason. what makes the world an amazing place. Australian Day. Australia Day. Whatever day that is. <laughs> It is the 26th. Yes. I'm such an idiot. You really Oh, wow. man. You know why? Because I absorb myself in all this comic book nonsense now. I used to do other things. I used to watch the news. I have no idea what's happening in the world now. Ask me what's happening in the world. What's happening in the world, James? Dunno. Wow. You really don't have any knowledge of the outside world. <laughs> You've proven it just then. <laughs> yeah. Masters of the Universe. Okay. I had no idea about that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, He-Man, Masters of the Universe, whatever you want to call it. Now, there was originally going to be a sequel to the 1987 original. And we've talked about this before. The sets from that movie and um, the Spider-Man movie, which they were going to make, went into um, Cyborg. There you go. Yeah. I think we spoke about that before. Uh Things kind of sat on the shelf for a while. He-Man came back in the early 2000s in a new cartoon. Mm. Remember we sat down and we watched the entire first season of He-Man? The cartoon. From the 80s, sure, yeah. Pretty, uh... It's pretty rough. It's really, uh... It's a really, uh... You're not watching it to enjoy it. You're, no. enduring, you're enduring it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty amusing, but I think at some point it broke our brains. When prior, many years prior to this, yeah, we were going to do a podcast, like right at the advent of podcasting. We but, were. We, but we didn't really understand how any of it worked. No, and we still and don't. we still don't, as evidenced by the the wildly fluctuating audio quality and wildly fluctuating content quality. But <laughs> we were going to do a podcast called Never Look Back. I don't That's know if you right. That. We were, and we we're going to go through various pop culture things. And and just inevitably come to the conclusion of never never go back to that. Yeah. Um, but then of course the like the angry video game nerd and the nostalgia chick and all that have done it. Much all that happened. That's exactly yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. had a thought about it. I, I noticed you didn't say nostalgia critic then. You well, said nostalgia chick. And some, some people do it better. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, because um, I had this thought. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to hear an odd thought? Do I ever? Because in the Transformers cartoon, yeah. it's slightly different from the movies. Like the when the, the Transformers live on Cybertron and they transform from like a robot to like a space shuttle or like a hover car, yeah. some sort of spacey kind of futuristic thing. Yeah. And then they're all on their spaceship and it crash lands on Earth and they're all knocked offline. And while they're, un- while they're under, while they're unconscious, the ship's computer, in order to help them blend in to like Earth society, rebuilds them all. So they transform into ro- from robots to like cars or trucks or yep. jet planes or whatever. Right, which is fun when you're a kid and you're yeah. like, oh, this is a robot, it transforms into a car, a plane, this is the best, right? But when you think about it, they're all like, every Transformer is like a, like a sentient artificial intelligence. Yes. And that chip's computer didn't, didn't really ask him. <laughs> didn't really ask him if that's something they would like to do. Just did it. It would be, it's a bit like, in fact, it's exactly like if you went on vacation and you got on a cruise ship, right? Yep. And you're having fun. You're out there playing shuffleboard on the Lido deck. I'm having a mojito. Yeah, I don't know what any, any of those terms mean, but yes. And then, like, the ship hit an iceberg and it sank. And then you woke up in a hospital and the, the ship's captain was there and he was like, hey, listen, <laughs> while you were out, um, here's the thing. I thought it might be better if like, we performed gender reassignment surgery on you. And you're like, what? And he's like, yeah, because like, Earth's population is 51% women, so I thought I'd help you blend in better. And you're like, no. And he's like, I'm the captain. And you're like, well, fair enough. You got me. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a bit silly. And it, no, what? The, which your scenario? Or the, the whole, whole scenario? thing. The whole thing. Yes. The whole thing's a bit silly, mate. You're absolutely right. So don't go back. That's my. Don't advice. go back. Never Maybe go we should back. do with that. Maybe we'll start that podcast. Well, we had another idea for a podcast, which was called um, James and Mason hate everything. That's right. But I don't hate everything. Anymore. No, I just hate You're most right. things. You're right. Yeah. yeah. You're absolutely right. Mm. Well, maybe maybe we'll do like a spin-off podcast at some point. Maybe not. A, maybe like a monthly thing or something. Do you really want to invest that time? Yeah, well, sure, why not? All right, let's do it. <laughs> We're not actually going to do it, listeners. Do it. But nobody can steal that idea, because that's <laughs> ours from 2004. We've mailed it to ourselves, <laughs> Shia Booth style. Yeah. I would like to do that, though. Mm. Yeah. But I don't want to watch all Transformers, Put the though, either. That. No, Put absolutely. Yeah. Don't do it. So basically, John Woo was rumoured to be developing it in 2007. This is Master of the Universe, by right. the way. We're back. Uh, it was never greenlit. The right, the right. John Woo, interesting. Yeah. Well, John Woo was a, was a director at one point that people were interested in. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, he was more, I, when I think John Woo, I think. You think Doves? I think Doves. I think Mission Impossible 2, certainly. (laughs) But I think very grounded and earthy. But maybe, did he do like more kind of fantasy stuff? No, like back in Hong Kong cinema. No, no, he he mostly did like crime kind of shootouty kind kind of of things. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Make of that what you will, Mason. Mm. The rights, the rights have then reverted back to Mattel. Then John Metallo. They en- <laughs> reverted back to Metallo. Yeah, the supervillain. The supervillain. Uh, John M. Chu, the director. He's done some of the Step Up films, GI Joe Retaliation, and both of the Justin Bieber films. All my favourites. All sure. your favourites. He's set to direct now. What well, was set to direct? That was going. That was an ongoing kind of thing. Um, he's he's not the worst filmmaker. Uh, well, you did say Step Up. I did. I mean, Joe. Oh no, Joe. Joe's not good, is it? No. I mean, but it is what it is. Do you really want to watch a Masters of the Universe film that is what it is? No. Yeah. Exactly. Well, to be honest, I don't really want to watch a Masters. Of the... There's one from the yeah. '80s, and it's great. Yeah, sort that's of. true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, he he dropped out. 
new screenwriter was uh, on board called Terry Rossio. Now he wrote, get ready for this, all the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Great. They're all your favourites though, aren't they? Correct. You couldn't pick one. The Lone Ranger. Okay. Deja Vu. Which one's that again? Oh, with the Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, okay. where he's in time or he's not in time. Or he's clairvoyant or somebody's yeah. clairvoyant or it's time travel. Yeah. Space, I don't know. That movie's not good. No. National Treasure. Just the first one. And National Treasure Book of Secrets. Thank you. <laughs> Godzilla 1998. Ugh. Ants with a Z. Ugh. Ants. Mm. Ants. And uh, this one I actually love, Treasure Planet. Because I think I've said this before, I love Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet's a good movie. Alright, but I mean, that's one hit out of however many you said. I like the first Pirates film. Yeah, the first one's alright. And National Treasure had somebody stealing the Declaration of Independence. It did. And it's one of Nicolas Cage's best wigs, also. It's probably true, yeah. And it does feature an extended scene in, like, an urban outfitters or something like that. What? Well, they have to change, like, oh, we're gonna get out of here, we're gonna change our outfits. So they go into urban outfitters, all the gap or something. And they're like, look at all these prices! Yeah, they're great! <laughs> Um, so there's no director at the moment, even though he's writing it, but there are some rumoured directors. Joe Cornish, he did, um, Attack the Block. Okay, yep. Uh, Rian, Rian Johnson, Ryan Johnson, Brian Adams. Yep. The guy who did your favourite movie, Looper. No, incorrect. <laughs> Andy Muschietti, Muschietti, he did Mama. What? Mama. Ma- it's a horror movie, came out this year. Mama Last Mia, year. the musical. Yeah, Mama Mia, because, yeah. The horror is Pierce Brosnan singing. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys who made The Croods, they're a duo of directors, and the guys who did 21 Jump Street, who were also a duo of directors. Those are the names that have been floated. Are you interested in Master of the Universe? Can they do it without Chris Hemsworth? Because there's nobody else who kind of fits it. That's who's a really got, good who's point, ho- actually. Who's high yeah. profile enough. They can get back Woody, Woody Allen, because he was in Ants. <laughs> you sure have that. They'd have that link. He could be Orko. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. I don't no want to say it. Don't yeah, say fair it. enough. Yeah. All right. You've, there's too many, too many misses there. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with I'm the... too Disney-fied. Yeah. I want it to be a little bit weird. Yeah. Well, you got to set the whole thing in Eternia, though, as well, which yeah. I'm assuming costs a lot of money. Mm. They're just filming in the desert. You notice, you remember in that He-Man TV series, though, there's like eight people in that, in that world. Right, You right, only right. ever see the same eight people. That's true. You don't even see big crowd shots. It's just like, yeah, we rule this kingdom. That's but true. But you never see anybody. It's just He-Man... And his dad. Well, nine people if you count Adam and He-Man. Right. People assume are two different people. Yep. But there's, it's the most barren, just bland. There's maybe like a twisted tree every now and that's then. That's true, yeah. And, there's, and uh, that's it. And it's yeah. just... Although there is an episode where uh, He-Man goes to visit the Navy. <laughs> that's right. And it's all like mustachioed men in belly shirts. Yeah. Like all identical men. That's it's it, yeah. bizarre. That was really great. But that's the 80s. Very thing. tight outfits. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there, there you go. Get rid of it. Not on board. Not on board. Next one is Sandman. Okay. Now, this is, uh, can you, before we start this, I've gone to read up on Sandman. I've never read any Sandman. Uh-huh. I don't, I, I'm just looking, I'm like, even looking at the Wikipedia page, I'm like, I don't even know where to start with this. Uh-huh. Can you ex- give me a rough kind of breakdown of what's going on there? Well, there's a, there's a, a group of beings called the Endless. Yep. And they've got like, they, they sort of represent aspects of the universe. They're not gods so mm-hmm. much, but they're sort of, they're sort of omnipotent. Okay. But so there's like, there's like Death. Yeah. Who's like a, like a cute gothy girl. Ooh. And there's like uh, Dream, who's, who's Morpheus, who yeah. is, who is the Sandman of the title. Okay. Uh, and he, he, uh, he represents Dreams. And right. And he's in sort of, has crazy adventures. Is he immortal and such? Yes. So he's lived multiple millennia and... Oh, for for ages. He he's, spends, en- he's endless, man. He's endless. Yeah. And he spends most of his time on Earth? 
Or a lot of it? No, just sort of in, sort of in, in between. Again, what? it's all quite vague. What's his deal? Does he help? Does he hinder? Sometimes he's. Does his favorite band hinder? Yeah, his favorite. Um. Well, see, I I got to Sandman really really late. I was a fan of superhero comic books, the DC superhero comic books. Yeah. And then many years later, I went back to to Sandman. And during the sort of the 80s and 90s, the Vertigo universe and the DC universe crossed over a yeah. lot. And so I, I, in reading Sandman, I would, I would see the events. You'd see the events from the other side. Like, oh, okay. there's a, there's a, there's a, a, a Sandman plotline where Lucifer uh, gives up the keys to hell because he doesn't mm-hmm. want to deal with it anymore. So he gives them to uh, Morpheus. Yeah. And all these people, all, all these beings from throughout the universe, come to the Sandman. To sort of bid for the keys to hell because everybody wants hell for a variety of reasons. Right. And um, Odin, the DC Universe version of Odin, arrives with he he provides he's got he offers him a gift and in the gift it's like this it's this tiny little pocket universe in a crystal globe and it's got all these little superheroes floating around in it. Yeah. And it's 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 um what is it Valhalla? Oh, okay. It's kind of the but it's uh but on the other side when I was a kid. There was a storyline called The Last Days of the Justice Society mm. where the Justice Society saved the world from going into Valhalla by going to this pocket dimension and, like, giving up their lives. And that's where they ended up. Oh, and okay. I, I, ne- I never twigged. Like, they just disappeared out of the, out of the DC universe for, for decades. And they ended up... That's ended amazing. Up, I know, right? Pretty yeah. good. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of crossover, like, the, sand, the Vertigo Sandman would... It, they retconned it so he would appear in the dreams of the 1930s Sandman, sort of the masked crime fighter ah, Sandman. Okay. And they sort of crossed over and had, had adventures sort cool. of thing, yeah. Has it ever crossed over from uh, to the Sandman from the Spider-Man universe? Never. <laughs> oh, that's Sandman, you goose. <laughs> I know. Mm. Well, that's cool. That sounds really good. You should get into it. Let's check uh, it out. Yeah. It's a bit metaphysical, but that's okay. uh, have fun with it. Metaphysical. Mm. Is, that, is that a new word? No. Okay. It's been around for a while. <laughs> But it's been on the card since the mid-90s, this movie. Okay. Around that. I uh, think that's probably a bad sign. Yeah, I know. Well, the original version... Although Watchmen came out all right. That's true. Mm. Now, it, it merges uh, the stories, apparently, the Preludes and the Nocturne... Preludes and the Nocturnes and the Dollhouse, uh-huh. which apparently big Sandman stories. Yep. Uh, you, you're probably more familiar with them than I am, in the sense that I've never heard of those things. Right. Um, the director was Roger Avery. He was fired because of direct disagreements between him and John Peters. John. Oh, the famous <laughs> Batman's Batman 1989's John yeah, Peters. Yeah, Superman sure. lives John Peters. Absolutely. What it's to see, what is it, Superman fight a giant spider. That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but apparently though, the, the version after several rewrites under John Peters and Warner Brothers and whatever, a draft by William Farmer was reviewed by Ain't It Cool News and it was met with scorn. Whoa, that's all they have though, Ain't It Cool News. They either have scorn or incredible enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, There's that's true. Yeah. The Gasman, who I'm assuming is the creator... Gasman? Gaiman. Gaiman. It says G-A-S-M-A-N. It's in, that's incorrect. My thing has auto-corrected on me, hasn't it? Gasman. It is, it's Gaiman. What the hell am I doing? You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. Um, he called the screenplay, not only the worst Sandman script I've ever seen, but easily the worst script I've ever read. Wow. That Gasman, he's no, He's, he's very harsh, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. In 2007, there was a comic book, uh, Comic-Con panel where he said he'd rather see no Sandman movie than a bad Sandman movie. But announced late last year, it was announced that David S. Goyer of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies and uh-huh. Man of Steel will produce the adaptation with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who will also possibly star and direct. Oh. So this movie is very much moving ahead. I'm on board. At this point. Mm. Has been development hell, though. 
for now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes or no? Yes. Oh, you said yes. Yes. Yeah, I really want to say this. It sounds mm. really interesting. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a very exciting up-and-coming young director. Mm, a real shy of the booth. He is. <laughs> I think he's like 32, so he's not like... Was that a young... That's a young director, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, good for him. Lobo. Next one, Lobo. All right. Space Lobo. Now, in 2009... Warner Brothers announced that Guy Ritchie would direct this film. All right. Uh, he uh, so this his version was he or this version was he lands on Earth in search of four fugitives who are very dangerous and such, and he teams up with a small town teenage girl. All right. It sounds to me very similar to Suburban Commando. Commando. Yep. <laughs> now in 2010 he left the project to do the Sherlock Holmes sequel, which uh-huh. I think we spoke about last week, and we decided it was the best sequel ever made. Right? I don't think we agreed on that at all. No, you said that. I, I did. No, no. Stop putting words in my mouth. Um, in 2000... Listeners, go back. Prove it wrong. Go to audiblepodcast.com. <laughs> Whatever it is. Planet? There we go. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, in 2012, Brad Payton, when Payton, uh, said that he was going to write and direct. Now, he, he's directed Journey to the Center of the Earth 2 or Journey to the Mysterious Island 2 or whatever. And uh, Cats and Dogs 2, Revenge of Kitty Galore. So he's done those movies, and they said he was going to, he's going to direct. Great. <laughs> I haven't seen those movies, so I can't comment. But They can't you... be good. No, it can't be. It sounds like they're going for kind of a kid-friendly kind of mm. guy. Uh, Dwayne Johnson announced on Twitter that he was in talks. Perfect casting. But I think I've said this before. I don't think Warner Brothers will use Dwayne Johnson for Lobo. They'll... Put a, they'll put him in a bigger DC character role. Yes, yeah, Because he's a bigger actor. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You can't do a kid's version of Lobo. <laughs> no. He punches people's heads off. Like, right off. I mean, it didn't. It doesn't say that it's a kid's version. It's just, you, if you get that director... Yeah. Uh, and, you know, your original stories, he's talking about teaming up with a teenage girl. That's going to be like Race to Witch Mountain kind of Yeah, scenario. unless she's like... Unless she's like a teenage girl that starts fires and... Yeah. You know... Kills insects or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If she's if she's a child who's unbalanced, like a like a Ellen Page in Super or something yeah. like that, then it, that would work. But mm. I don't know. Like sometimes you see these these kitty film directors, yeah, and they they're put on a project like this, and I have to wonder is do they want to get like their ultra violence out? Maybe okay, yeah, yeah, and then go back to kid films, yeah, or or. Do they only know how to do things one way? Yeah. And that is kitty film way. It's a good question. Well, Robert Rodriguez can kind of jump back and forth. Yeah, that's true. So he's one guy who can, you know, can kind of go between those two worlds. But um, I don't know. That being said, Robert Rodriguez's kids' films aren't very good. Yeah, so there you go. I think this first Spy Kids is all right. Then one's called Spy Kids 3D with Stallone. Okay, yep. And he also did Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Right. Which was based off an idea these children came up with. You shouldn't base your ideas on anything children ever say. No. What about Axe Cop? Yeah, I've heard that's really good. I've heard that's good, I haven't, yeah. I haven't, um, haven't seen it, though. Yep. Um, Dwayne Johnson left the project in February of 2013. So this is, effectively, at this point, it's dead. Have you heard about the new 52 Lobo? No. They've changed it so they're like, who's the real Lobo? And there's a, like a skinnier kind of Lobo who claims to be the real Lobo. And the other Lobo's an imposter. It's like a whole thing. I'm not up to date on that, but okay. I know you love the new 52, so you're probably about to check it out right now. Oh, you're opening it right now, I see. No, I'm not. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a thing that I'm doing. This, this isn't theatre of the mind. Stop it. <laughs> uh, so, yes or no, though? Uh, I'm assuming under that particular, what they're talking about there, you're not interested. No, if it's insanely super violent. Yeah. That's, that was my problem with the, the first Punisher film. Yeah. That it wasn't insanely super violent. It's a super 
you know, it's a super universe, mm. so everything should be exaggerated to the nth degree. Yeah, absolutely. So super violent. Like the Punisher War Zone. Yeah, exactly. Here's something interesting for you and people at home. Do you know the podcast, How Did This Get Made? Yes. With Paul Shear? Uh-huh. They do an episode. Often they look at terrible, terrible movies. That's that's basically the idea. It's a good podcast. Check Very it out if so. you haven't. They don't need our help. I'm sure they've been featured on iTunes, thinking they're better <laughs> than us. But basically, they got the director of Punisher Warzone Alexi on. Alexander. Yeah, Alexi I've Alexander. Heard that episode, yeah. I, you've heard it, yeah. yeah. it's great. It's great. And they run through the whole process. And yeah, it's, I really got to watch that movie again. Because I remember watching it at the time, because I watched it on a laptop overseas. Uh-huh. And I went, that was pretty great. But I haven't watched it since. But... When they're talking about the movie and the stuff that's in it, it sounds. I mean, I remember. I'm thinking. Think, I was thinking back to it and going, "That's amazing. I can't believe I'm watching that again." So I'm going to check it out. Please do. Some parkour guys get rocket launched. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. But uh, yeah, super violent Lobo. I'm on board. Anything else? No point. Punisher Warzone. I think people should go in it and go, "This is horrific." Yeah. Like why is why is it so violent? But th- these things don't make money. That's the problem. Yeah, it is. It is proven to to have not made money. With whenever they do a kind of. R-rated comic book movie. Generally, they don't make money. Spawn? Oh, yeah. Those are the point. 90s, though. Uh-huh. I got one more here, Mason. I'm there ready. are more. This one's called Why the Last Man. Oh, yeah? No, it's like, this is not the comic. It's just why, the word why. The oh, last interesting. Man. Why yeah. the Last Man? Like What's a question. the deal with that? <laughs> no, the comic Why the Last Man. You know, I tried uh, I tried to get into this a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I got a few issues in. I'm like, eh. And I, and I stopped reading it. But it's one of those things where I know it's good. Many people have said it's good. I've really got to sit down and give it another shot. Got to force your way through it. Force sure. my way through it. Uh-huh. In 2007, New Line Cinema purchased the rights with DJ Caruso, who uh, directed Disturbia and Eagle Eye. Is that David Caruso's alter ego? It is, yes. He's DJ alter ego. <laughs> Amazing. He was going to direct Have you seen Disturbia? No. I think it's the only good Shia LaBeouf movie. There you go. Eagle Eye is the one where like the government's after him, yep. and maybe they're tracking his phone. And then someone at some point goes, get rid of your phone, man. And then the guy smashes his phone. He's like, hey, what are you doing? And like every movie like that. There's a scene yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Haven't seen it though. Mm. Um, there was a chance, of course, that Shia LaBeouf was going to star. Um, but Shia LaBeouf said he was concerned about doing it because the character was too similar to Sam Witwicky. Well, put a bit, a bit of a damper on it, won't it? Yeah. Crusoe said... Um, also, that he couldn't do it in one movie and he wanted to do it in a, in a series of movies, which makes sense because it's an ongoing series. Yep. You could do it as an ongoing series like The Walking Dead, though, couldn't you? Definitely, yeah. yeah. The Jericho Riders. That would the... be actually be really interesting because it's all female characters yeah, except female for him. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Is there a point in that... Have you, have you read a lot of that? Yes. Is there a point where another male character shows up? I wouldn't want to spoil it for you. I'll take that as a no. The Jericho Riders, you're familiar with the show Jericho? Vaguely, sure. Started to watch it. It's not very good. Uh-huh. Ah, that's not true. No, it's not very good. I'm going to say it. Because I would have kept watching. Exactly. Put your uh, foot down. They wrote a new version and they had a uh, meeting with studio and directors. But in 2013, it was announced that Danny... Well, it's a tough one. Trachtenberg <laughs> would direct. Now, this guy, young director, 32 years of age, he did the Portal short film. Have you ever seen that? Yes, okay. It's pretty great. So that would be his first big production. Now, it was going to go into production this year. But there's been no word on this happening. If it doesn't start shooting in a, fir- th- in a few months, though, the rewrites then revert back to the company because it's been however many years that they have that for. Mm. What do you want to see? Do you want to see Why the Last Man? Yes. With? Not Shia LaBeouf. That's all I ask. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I want to see it as a TV series, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Not Come enough room to stretch one's legs. Precisely. Yeah. Well, I think that's the way it's going to go these days. These comic book movies, these comic books coming TV shows. You should put some stereo music behind that. Because <laughs> that was very, very 
It was really good. I it was that. inspired and I passionate. Was, yeah, I, um, I was inspired. Yeah. But it's the thing is, well, like a show like this, if you're going to make a show like this or, you know, it's the same with The Walking Dead, it's not all superheroes flying and crashing through things, so you don't have to do a weird kind of low-budget Smallville thing. You can you could do this much more easy because there's, there's not a lot of special effects. Exactly, yeah. Less, more kind of crowd stuff, I'd imagine, and, and whatever. Yep. Just crowd stuff. Just so much crowd stuff. Yeah, so that'd pretty much be it. Because there's no supernatural elements in that at all, is there? No. There's that monkey, though, so... There is a monkey. Yeah. And there's stuff, some stuff in space. <gasps> yeah. You've really, uh... But it's in, like, a space station, so... Ah, oh, you've just spoiled it for me, Mason. I spoiled it. We'll let that out. We won't. So that's pretty much it. That's all the movies I wanted to talk about. There's a few other here that I can mention briefly we can talk about. There's been a Red Dwarf movie in the works for since like the early 2000s, late 90s. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Um, I would love to see it. but I'd love to see another series. I'd love to see another series. We've said that before. I'd love to see another series more than a movie, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hey, there's been a Pee Wee Herman story. Uh, another Pee Wee Herman movie. He appeared on... Ki- uh, not Kimmel. The other guy. Fallon. Fallon. As Pee Wee Herman a couple of years back. Interesting. And so I think that was kind of testing the waters. Oh, there. I see. To see but he shouldn't have been masturbating in that theatre. But at the same time, <laughs> if if you're going to masturbate anywhere in public, that's where you do it, surely. In a theatre. In the it was in a porn theatre. Yeah, right? yeah, you're, you're back, right. When, back in the day, when people do you think would people to... people who got busted for masturbating in a porn theatre are they like ah? Oh, <laughs> if only. If only. A couple of years later, <laughs> comfort of my own home, high speed internet. <laughs> Although somebody else was caught masturbating in a, in a porn theatre recently, like in the last year or so. It's one of the guys who's in um, those Christopher Guest movies. You know, mm-hmm. uh, A Mighty Wind, uh, Best in Show. Okay. Ah, oh, what's his name? Oh. Adrian Brody. No, not Adrian Brody. He's an old guy. Uh, Nick Nolte. No, not Nick Nolte. I'm going to look it up. Stall, Dustin Hoffman. Stall for a minute. All right, fine. Mm. The other ones we've got here is Fletch. They've been talking about Fletch for a few yep, years. Yeah, Zach Braff was attached at one yeah, point, Yeah, Zach right? Braff. They're talking yep. Ryan Reynolds as well. Uh-huh. Ryan Reynolds is kind of a young, kind of Chevy Chase kind of guy. Uh-huh. Uh, the Halo movie. Okay. Which um, is now becoming a TV show that... Um, well, Peter Jackson was Fred talking about... Fred Willard. Fred Willard. Okay. Masturbating in a porn theatre. <laughs> Old bloke. Lovely bloke. Very You funny. already had that open on your phone. That was yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, the Halo TV series. I've never played the Halo games because I've always had PlayStations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never owned them. I've played them. They're great. You, you like the Halo games, I guess? Yeah, but I don't want to see a TV series yeah. about Halo or a yeah. movie about Halo. It's going to be across multimedia platforms. Don't like it, though. Steven Spielberg is producing the TV series, though. Ooh, and he's trying to get Neil Blom- Brothers style. That's right. He's trying to get Neil Blomkamp to direct. Oh, I'm, I'm like, aboard there. Well, I think right. was originally going to do the Halo movie, but then... That kind of folded, and then he made District 9, okay. which is probably better than Halo. Movie. You've turned this whole thing around in one sentence. Thank I'm you. I'm back on board now. They're also talking about doing a Who Discovered Roger Rabbit movie or a Toon Patrol movie. So who, they're both prequels to Roger Rabbit. Uh-huh. Toon Patrol is like his exploits during World War Two. Huh. So I, yeah, I don't know what the deal there is. Uh, Bob Hoskins, though, he can't... Um, well, he, well, they're prequel anyway, so he wouldn't be involved. But uh, he has Parkinson's now, so which sucks. So any Good thing you brought it up then. <laughs> Really end the podcast on a high note. I've got one more, though. Okay, I'm on board. There's one called At the Mountains of Madness. Okay. It's a book. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a bloody, whatchamacallums, Cthulhu. Yeah. H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. I downloaded it the other day. It's 99 cents. I started reading it. It's very much of the time, uh-huh. but it's, an, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good read. So mm-hmm. um, to, just to see what this is about, it's basically people go to Antarctica and there's a civilization there and uh, is it abandoned? Is it not? Uh, it sounds a lot like Alien vs. Predator. Very much so. <laughs> So, uh, Peter Jackson... They called it at the time, the Alien vs. Predator meets um, the thing of its time. That's what they said in the 20s when it was released. 
<laughs> so yeah, um, Peter Jackson's been talking about that for years. Uh-huh. But I'd love to see that because I love a snow slash horror movie. Even that new um, The Thing prequel. It was pretty good. It's not bad. No, Too much saying. CGI. Mm. It really ties in well to the other one. Except it says that The Thing can't replicate... Not so biological like, material. Exactly. Okay. Uh-huh. Not, But in the other one he can. Like It's kind Pilots, of all vague yeah. on his powers oh, yeah. and whatever. Uh-huh. Anyway, so there you go. Now, some movies, though, do get out of development, Hal Mason. I'm going to name a few, so don't be sad. Okay. Watchmen, you mentioned that one. Loved it. I didn't have it here. Doesn't matter. But I'm saying it. I contributed. I made a contribution to this thing. (laughs) Uh, World War Z. Yeah, okay. Uh, John Carter of Mars. All right. That happened. I want to see that. I've heard it's not that bad. All right, let's watch it. All right. Also, I was thinking, do you want to do some commentary track ones at some point? Because people want to hear what we think about movies, don't they? Do they? they? (laughs) Listeners, Two new podcasts. <laughs> listeners, email in if you'd like to see us do a commentary track on something. Yeah. But we, we'd need a lot of yeses. Yeah, at least four. Four, four yeses. <laughs> we'll do it for you four. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's just even I can put them up on the YouTube channel. Oh, Maybe yeah. not on the iTunes. Anyway, mm. if you don't want to do it, I'll do it by myself. Good. This is the bit where Spider-Man swings in from the building. <laughs> Look out, Doc Ock. Oh, he got you. I'm back on board. Good. Jurassic Park 4, which is now Jurassic World. It's coming out in 2015. That's been on the cards for ages. Multiple scripts. They're talking about... There was one script which apparently had human-dinosaur hybrids. And yep, shooting guns at each shooting other. Shooting guns at each other. It sounds like Dino Riders. Mm. <laughs> that Dino Riders. Kira Knight was involved at one point. It's a whole thing. Uh, Ender's Game was in development hell. But yeah. now it's come out. It's happened. It's, it's been the best movie ever made, which we haven't seen. Haven't seen it. Because we hate Orson Scott Card. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm making a stand. Screw him. Yeah. And uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Which is coming out actually this year, I believe, with Tom Hardy's Mad Max. Not a lot has come out of that. Not a lot of... No. There's been like one still. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems... uh, Have you seen any of the Mad Maxes? Yes. A couple of years ago, I watched all three. Uh Uh-huh. How'd that go? Um, The first one, you know, it's it's, it's rough. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's, you know, low budget and... Uh And the second one's amazing. Mm. The second one is, is easily the best by far. The third one's kind of like... The Lost Boys and Mad Max very much together. So, yeah. so watch two. You could skip the other ones. Uh-huh. You don't need to see the other it's ones. It's the Godfather two of, of Mad Max films. It sure is. Mm. Very good. So there you go. That's the episode for this week. We did it again. Quick shout out to a uh, good friend on YouTube, Milan Jeffdick nineteen ninety two. He does a lot of cool stuff on YouTube. He's got his own podcast, which you should check out. Does it have a name? It's called Transmissions from Innsmouth. Innsmouth. Um, he's a big that's HP very HP Lovecraft. It is again, exactly. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, I cameoed in a, in a recent episode that he had, which is on his YouTube. Oh, Marty da! That's very exciting. But um, he's a, he's a good dude. His, his stuff's kind of he's a really good kind of storyteller, and it's kind of he's got this kind of twisted and interesting ways that he looks at things. He does comic book reviews and movie reviews and a bunch of stuff. He doesn't get a lot of views sometimes. Some stuff gets heaps of views. Some stuff not so much. But I find him endlessly fascinating, and everyone should check it out. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna plug um, Google.com. Did you have any? <laughs> Search needs. If you need to find something on the internet, google.com. It's a little startup, but uh, they seem to be doing, doing good things. So if you want to... Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, that's the episode for this week. Now, next week, Mason... Yes? I'll give you two options for what we can do. Okay. Do I have to choose now? Yes. Wow. No. Justice League War is coming out. Okay. I think there's still a torrent release. There's been a torrent leaked online. But we're going to acquire it legitimately because we're, because we're a legitimate businessman. Precisely. We're going to talk about that. And maybe just the DC animated movies. Or we could do Robocop. Because Robocop's coming out. And you know a lot about Robocop. I do know a lot about and Robocop. And I'd love you to teach me about Robocop. Ooh. And the listeners. Here's the thing though. Uh, it's coming out like a week before the yes. US, right? Yeah. Remember what happened last time? No, before. no. Not about the movie. Just 
everything else related to oh, Robocop, a except Robo- the new a Robocop primer. Exactly. Interesting. Oh, yeah. well, that's. I'll, I'll, I'll ruminate on those two options and right, I'll, cool. I'll let you know. What would you prefer? I think I prefer Robocop, but... I still want to do a, an animated one as well, though. Let's do Robocop talk. All right. Okay, cool. Or the other one. <laughs> Let's see what happens. So, I like to you read talk. a lot of the... You were telling me about the comic the other day, one of the comics which was linked into Terminator, which was amazing. A, there was a Robocop versus the Terminator. Yeah. There was a, even a video game. Yeah. Not See, good, but... <laughs> awesome. Life's like that sometimes. I'm looking forward to learning about Robocop. Mm, that's the one. All right. If you'd like to hit us up, listeners, you can. See you next week. <laughs> Weekly, Plat- Weekly Planet Pod at Gmail, Facebook, and Twitter. That's the one. Mr. Sunday Movies is mine. Uh, at Wikipedia Brand is mine. Please and ask Twitter. Mason questions about Robocop. Yeah. Just Anything you, you want to know, I guess. You me on the streets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please go to iTunes and rank us so that I live that dream that I just decided that I wanted. That he may change his mind about. So maybe all your efforts will be for nothing. <laughs> it won't be for nothing because it helps the show regardless. Fantastic. Because it boosts the scores. And also, we've got to beat the Triple M Hot Breakfast team. Why do you hate those guys so much? What have they ever done to you? Because <laughs> I feel like... Was your family killed by a hot breakfast once? <laughs> Did somebody flip a McDonald's tray and it killed your parents? That's exactly with it. Hot <laughs> That's exactly right. It's just one of those generic breakfast shows. No, you're right. There are good breakfast shows. Mm. I don't listen to radio anymore, though, anyway. I just listen to podcasts all the time. All right. What do you do? Just listen to Triple M Hot Breakfast <laughs> Club. Is that, is, that, is that bad for us? I download it a lot, so... Oh, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it's for research purposes, so you could take them down from the inside. Nah, I just love it. Just, <laughs> just love it. You love the rock, sport, and comedy that's on Triple all M? I love, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. We'll Thank see you. see you next week. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.